And we are live. Alright, welcome to another episode of City Music live stream. Alright, my name is Jing Long, and I'm actually we are here. Do follow our social media, like and share, all right? Uh, get your, your cooperation and like and share because there will be some great Black Star merchandise to be given out. Um, you know, stay tuned with us. So a little introduction to Black Star Week, okay, whereby we bring you a series of exciting live streams with very special guests. Like yesterday, we had Steve Marks from the UK, uh, Black Star UK, our product specialist, and had a very, very... Uh, great session with our city boys, Elvin and Tim. And also enjoy attractive discounts during this uh, Black Star Week throughout the weekend. All right, so we're giving out 10% discount on all Black Star products. So visit our website. Uh, if you're in Singapore, visit citymusic.com.sg. If you're in Malaysia, visit ckmusic.com.my. And today's live stream is our third installment of Behind the Brands. So we have this, this another series of uh, live stream called Behind the Brands that has been going on. So what happens with Behind the Street, uh, Behind the Brands live stream, we talk to actually key figures in the iconic musical instrument brands that brought us all this wonderful innovation and products. So previously we had speak, spoken to guests from uh, Mackie, we had spoken to guests from Martin Guitars, right? So of course today our, our main highlight star of the show would be uh, two very important gentlemen from Blackstar, uh, which... We're going to bring it on very shortly. And uh, also as part of our Black Star Week, there will be another exciting live stream coming this Saturday, 24th October at 10.30 a.m. in the morning. Uh, why in the morning? Because we'll be talking to Black Star artists from uh, our official Black Star, Black Star artists in Malaysia. We have Edri Hashim, we have Sohil Sanjabi and uh, Eric Poon. And of course, the main... Another main highlight of, of uh, our special guest would be all the way from USA, Jared James Nichols. So if you know the Black Star amps that everybody loves, you know, the green color, uh, awesome sounding amp, um, the man behind that amp will be appearing on our stream this Saturday. So, you know, do follow us and uh, we hope to see you on Saturday too. So today's live stream has been brought to you by City Music, CK Music, Black Star Amplification and also our kind supporting partners, Sony, who graciously uh, supply us with the Sony ZV-1 camera, which is one we're using right now, and uh, Daiti microphones, uh, Aperture lights, Blackmagic design, Mackie, and Zoom. All right, so stay with us throughout and stand a chance to win Black Star merchandise. So we'll be giving out T-shirts, all right? So we have this to give out later on. All right, we have uh, batch pins, we have stickers, all right, and of course we have our grand prize, which is, check this out, the Black Star Tone Link Bluetooth Audio Receiver. It turns um, your amp into a, basically a Bluetooth speaker. You can use it in your car, you can use it in, in you know, so basically it's very nice, uh, handy, uh, what happened to our, our video? Don't worry, we are still around, okay? Video is out, but I'm still around. So just bear with me for a while while our technical crew sort out the video camera. Okay, 
So like and share, like and share. If you're in Singapore, City Music. If you're in Malaysia, CK Music, follow us, like and share the stream, and you will stand a chance to win this merchandise. So a little bit of background about the brand that we're going to be talking about today, Blackstar Amplification, a dynamic British guitar amplification company with a rich, strong tradition of British guitar amplifier experience. Their design philosophy is based on a passion for blending art and technology and bricks convention in order to produce outstanding new products and technologies. Their extensive experience in Valve, solid state, Digital electronic design brings us uncompromising cutting-edge products that continuously revolutionize the sound and features that lets guitarists for the very first time create the sound in your head. So that's our tagline for today, the sound in your head. So today for the very first time, we are extremely honored to have two very important gentlemen from Blackstar, the two bosses. We have Ian Robertson, Managing Director, and Paul Heiho sales and marketing director to have a nice chat with fans in Singapore and Malaysia. This is a very rare opportunity that, uh, you know, we get to speak to the bosses. And uh, without further ado, I would like to bring on the two most important gentlemen behind the brand of Black Star Amplification. A round of applause, please. Yeah. Hi, gentlemen. Hello. Hi. Hello. Thank you for coming on to the show. Good morning, I would say. Uh, is that, what, what time is it over there now? It's uh, 22.11. 11. Okay, okay. Right, so still so, so considered morning. And, uh, well, thank, thank you. Thank you, both of you, to agree to do this, uh, this, this unique live stream for us. And uh, maybe we can start off by getting uh, both of you to introduce a little bit about yourself. Hi, so I'm uh, Ian Robinson. Managing Director of Blackstar. We've known each other a long time. While yep. we're so, uh, yeah, it's um, I'm basically in charge of the overall strategy of the business. We start, Paul and myself started the business. You know, some 13 years ago, we we really started kicking off with the business. Um, yeah, my my role is generally looking after the whole sort of strategy, and also my speciality subject is the sound of the amps. So I'm an engineer by trade and the guitarist for many, many years. And that was my job in the first place, and that's what I still do a bit of nowadays. So I'm Paul Hayhoe. Um, I'm brand director at Blackstar, and I look after mainly the marketing, all the social media that you see put out, um, and that covers all aspects of our brand, from an advert, a poster, a panel, a carton, every aspect of the design of a product, and all the marketing is done by the team here in the UK. So I oversee that. And my special speciality is um, a lot of the actual product design in terms of the cosmetics. So the panels, the, cos you know, the frets, the Tolexes and all that good stuff, I'm still quite closely involved with. Although we have a really great talented team of other people now helping us. Fantastic, fantastic. We can see all the nice marketing, nice products, nice R&D coming out from Blackstar. And it's, it's really kicking a lot of waves here. Right in Singapore and Malaysia, um, could you just give us a little bit more about your background? You know, in in what you you play guitars. You what kind of music are you into actually? So, I, I um, I'm from a sort of musical family, you know. So um, my father was a musician. Uh, I was around music a lot. My I had a much older brother who introduced me to rock music when I was a kid, and um, 
when I was about in my twen early 20s, I had to make a decision whether to be a musician or do something else. And I thought, well, my dad had never made any money, so I thought doing that. So I thought I'd better do something that maybe would pay the bills when I get a bit older. So uh, I'd studied engineering, did electronics, um, and then that's how I got into what I do. And I've been listening to, you know, since I was ever since I can remember, the first music I ever heard was Black Sabbath, Bad Company, uh, Led Zeppelin on little cassette recorder. And uh, I was listening to that before I started to play. And then from my first acoustic guitar when I was 11 years old, I was trying to play that stuff. So that's my that's my background. I've been kind of immersed in that all my life, really. It's what I, it's what okay. I do. You've yeah. been rocking the world a while. Yeah. Um, I was from a family that really likes music, but nobody played music. Um, so right from an early age, there was always music playing in the house. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of Motown, a lot of Johnny Cash. Although, as a young person, the thing that made the biggest impact on me really was um, the whole punk rock revolution that happened um, in the late seventies, early eighties. So. I became an angry young man, and um, it was all about the message and the politics um, and songwriting and music. So that's what got me into playing guitar and bass and really got me excited about music. Um, and then I eventually, um, when I left school, I went into... Um, I spent two horrible years working in a bank, um, which I discovered was not for me. Um, and I used to spend my lunch times in the local music shop being very unhappy about how rubbish it was working in a bank. And... Had the opportunity to work in a music store. So um, much to my parents' disappointment, I left my safe job and went to work in the, in the music store. Um, spent 10 years there in music retail. Um, really enjoyed it. And then went on to work at Marshall, uh, which is where I then met Ian and the rest of the guys. Wow. That's, that's quite a... a... A, quite a bit of background that we have there. Uh, let me just pause a moment to greet some of our friends that just came onto the stream. I can see uh, uh, Sohil Sanjabi, who is going to be appearing on our live stream this Saturday. He's one of our artists in Malaysia. And we have another artist, Eric Poon, another Black Star artist, who will also be appearing on this Saturday's live stream. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for coming in. And today we are actually talking to the two bosses of Black Star. So stay tuned, and because uh, stand a chance to win Black Star merchandise, all right? So we'll, we'll flash the, mer the merchandise again later, and uh, let's carry on. So let's let's start with a bit of the the history of how the brand started. You know, um, how how did it? Because you you, you all mentioned both of you were were with Marshall uh, in the earlier years, and what uh, was it when you all started to during the days at Marshall? You started. To, conceptualize this, comp this new company that you're going to form? Yeah, so the four of us who started Blackstar, we all met at Marshall. Uh, we worked together really closely. Um, and we worked together maybe five or six years, um, and we looked after every aspect of Marshall at that time, from the engineering, product design, the marketing. You know, we really... It was an amazing learning experience for us and a great opportunity. Um, but as you can imagine, with a heritage brand, like whether it's Marshall or Fender or whoever, the benefit is you're this iconic brand. But the downside is that people have an expectation. There are limitations to some extent about what you can do and um, what technologies, where you can take sound. Um, so we got to the point in uh, 2004 where the four of us really like working together. We've been in a band together. 
Um, and we really want, felt we could add something new, really bring something new to the amplifier market that perhaps we weren't able to within the constraints of a, a traditional brand. Um, so 2004, we left Marshall and um, we spent three years working from home offices and in Ian's garden shed, um, doing all the uh, technical research. Um, it was a really amazing time. We had the luxury, really, to spend that time going in deep on every aspect of amp design, how we were going to launch the brand, you know, putting our business plan together. And then at the end of that period in 2007 is when we actually officially launched the company um, at Frankfurt, um, Frankfurt Music Meta. Uh, back in 2007 and that's where it all began really yeah oh wow so so could, could i say that um you know i mean we we, we tracked the entire uh, evolution of rock and roll from 60s 70s 80s 90s to today so um the four of your left marshall can i say you guys left marshall when it was at its peak um one of its peaks it's <laughs> tended to go a little bit like this, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, actually, I meant to say that after you left, you know, it's it's that that's that's as high as this, they went, and because you know the the four main guys went to start a new company, which uh, outdo a lot of the other industry uh, players, right? Um, okay, so another interesting question that I have for you is the name Black Star. Why the name Black Star? How did this name come about? Yeah. Um, so for us, um, as you know, in our industry, there are a lot of brands, which is somebody's name on the front, PV, Fender, Marshall, and there's a lot of big egos within our industry. But for the four of us who started Blackstar, we really wanted, we, we believe in more of a team ethic. It's not about any one individual. It's about everybody bringing their skills together to make something better than one person can alone. So for us, it was important that we didn't want just one of our names on the front of it. We wanted something that was cool, that was aspirational, had lots of different meanings. Um, so we spent a lot of very late nights, lots of coffee around Ian's kitchen table, brainstorming loads of different ideas. So we would look at precious metals, aeroplanes, tanks, motorbikes, all these different words and trying to come up with names. And because we were, we knew we wanted it to be a global brand, you know, we, we'd find a name that we liked and then we'd go and research it and it'd be, oh, no, that's trademarked in France or in America. And the next night, we'd be back at the whiteboard, lots of coffee, trying to come up with another name. So with Blackstar, it's got black in it. Black is a cool, it's rock and roll. It's a rock and roll color. Star is very aspirational. A black star is um, an astronomical feature. It's like a black hole. It's a song by Ingve Malmsteen. It's a song by Radiohead. Um, so it had lots of resonance and layers of meaning, which was important for us. Also, that it didn't put us into one particular genre, because uh, again, we wanted to be a brand that appealed to all different types of musicians, whether it was metal and rock all the way through to country and jazz players. So it had to be cool and edgy, but not really kind of pigeonhole us into one particular genre. And I think the, the ultimate test of things it being a cool name was um, David Bowie actually was inspired to name his last album after one of our amps. So really? I know, which like kind of a weird story how things go full circle. So there was an interview on BBC Radio with mm -hmm. uh, the producer of the album Blackstar, and they asked him where did David get the name 
for the album. And he said, was it the cancer? Was it the illness? What, what was it about? And they said, oh, no, it wasn't any of those things. It was an amp he had in the studio. So, that, but firstly, that's one of the coolest things that's ever happened, really. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. We have one of our audience actually thought the same as you guys, you know, um, David, Bo yeah. David Bowie. Right, I think that's 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 a fantastic fantastic story, and I would mm. say it's it's a cool name. It's it's it, it makes total sense. We can relate to it, and you know, we love it. Um, so, what 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 was the first um, project product that uh, you were working on? You know, before even getting ready for twenty oh seven the Frankfurt Master Show. What, what were you what yeah. were you all working on to to bring to the table? So, as Paul mentioned. Um, our kind of initial period was um, we spent in my garage at the bottom of my, of my garden uh, in Northampton in town mm -hmm. uh, in in very, very hot summers and very, very cold winters. Uh, and uh, we were kept warm by the um, by the glow of hot audio valves, which uh, really we uh, we were working on a lot of valve amps at that time. So uh, that was quite handy that they kept us pretty warm. Um so we worked on a number of projects kind of in the early days. When we went to Frankfurt, we had three product lines that we showed. There was the HT pedals. There was Series 1, which is our kind of high-gain, high-tech product. Mm. And then Artisan, which is our sort of hand-wired product, which a lot, a lot of Black Star artists still use today. I'd say the one, in a way, which was fundamental and the one that started it, in a strange way, was HT pedals. Because um, we needed, as a, as, an, as, an, um, as a newcomer to the market, we needed a, a product that was accessible to everybody because those high-end high valve amps weren't really accessible. Mm. So we wanted something that was accessible to everybody, but we could really put our name on and our expertise into. You know, when we left Marshall, we felt we had so much still to offer from a Sonic and from a technical point of view, myself and Bruce Keir, our technical director at the time, um, we had lots and lots of ideas. So those pedals, we had such a luxury of being able to spend literally hundreds of hours, I would say, designing and researching, in particular, the preamp side of guitar amp design and overdrive tones. So those products, even though they're they're still, they're still around today, um, and they still, if you check them out, they're still amazing-sounding products. And um, we put kind of, myself and Bruce had maybe 30, 40 years of, of, even at that time, of design experience. We put it all into these little boxes. And I think something Paul just mentioned then is our philosophy then and our philosophy now really was we did whatever we needed to do to get, the perfect sound and the most flexibility that would satisfy the maximum number of players in the maximum number of scenarios. So even though it's a small box, the amount of technology in there is a, is a lot. And we mixed very much mixed up kind of uh, solid state technology with valve technology. So there's a lot of active filters and little bits of tweaking in the preamp to get exactly the sound we wanted. We weren't limited just by it had to be all valve or it had to be solid state. Even now, you, I think, you know, something we might touch on later is um, the combination of valve, solid state, and now digital. As a company, our philosophy is we don't care. We're heretics. 
it has to sound the best it can possibly sound at whatever price point. And the HD Jewel was kind of, in a way, the compass for that philosophy to show us the way. And funnily enough, the HT Jewel now, we still have one um, plugged in down in our sound labs with an Artisan 100, and it's still one of our main references for for our overdrive sounds. So, um, and the preamps, a lot of the preamps, the, the venue and some of the newer preamps are based on basically the same top, topology as the HT Jewel. So, yeah, it's a, it's kind of a small product, but it had a big part in our history, I think. Wow. I think that's 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 so insightful because we we have the product here too, the, the HD Duo, and yeah. I would say it's is if we, we're going to run back time. So this is the the oldest product, the longest running product in the catalog of Blackstar. Am I right to say that? And I would say yeah. in today's time, in today's context, it is still so relevant because it still sounds so good. The technology. I mean, I can imagine, you know, 13 years ago, and you know, you guys are really ahead of time. Uh, to make a pedal that sounds so good that, you know, be it going through an amp or going direct, uh, you know, to a PA for recording, um, it's it just blows blows everybody's mind, you know. It's, it's it's well, I, I guess what, what you guys are trying to have, you know, the, the sound in your head that you have been advocating, you guys sort of know what to do, right, which I think a lot of competitors are trying to, you know, figure, figure their way around. While something really interesting was myself... Bruce, you know, and the guys working on the, the way it looked and how it went together. It was like 18 months or something, two years of intense in the shed. <laughs> but we didn't know how people would react when we took the product out. <laughs> so um, the first people who ever heard that product were a band called Funeral for a Friend, mm -hmm. um, who were a big kind of UK uh, metal band uh, in the early 2000s. And... Uh, we, we lent them some of their pedals, some uh, box of these pedals, before they were released. These were pre-production. Nobody had ever tried them. And <laughs> we went down to the studio, and uh, we were really nervous about whether they'd like them. You know, we kind of knew they would because we'd done so many A-B a, tests against everything. We knew they sounded good. But we got down, and the producer had basically reamped the whole album through the pedals so he'd recorded the whole album and then reamped the whole the whole tracking um it's called stories don't tell themselves i think it's called the album it's a great album if you want to hear early black star tone that's a great album to listen to and um yeah and he was like blown away especially with the isf control because from a recording point of view he said he could position exactly where the sound fitted in the mix. Mm. So uh, that was amazing for us to, after all that risk and worry about the business, it's really cool. Well, you guys hit the nail then. Well done, well done. So, so it's been 13 years in the industry. So could you bring us through, you know, throughout this 13 years, what are some of the highlights or milestones of uh, products that, you know, we always see, you know, um, uh, magazines, awards, you always see Blackstar winning some awards, you know, maybe you can share over this past, past 13 years what, what you guys have achieved. Um, how long have you got? <laughs> <laughs> it's been, uh, we've been really so lucky and so privileged to have been honoured by magazines and um, awards all around the world for our products. Um, everything right from those very first pedals um, right up to the, the newest products 
every product range we've put out has won some awards, um, which I don't know if anyone else has ever achieved that. But I mean, it's a fantastic um, accolade for us, and it, it means a huge amount to us to have done that. I suppose personally for us, like Ian says, that very first product um, still has a special place for us in our heart. But there's loads of landmarks through our development, you know. So when we started Blackstar, it was always our intention to start with really high-end products, get artists on board, really prove what we could do in that arena, but then make that technology and that sound, that extra benefit available to every player. So over time, we've gradually made more accessible, more affordable products. Our first digital product, ID series, when that came out, you know, for Bruce, that was almost like the culmination of his life's work, really. Um, he'd always believed that there was no reason that a digital amp couldn't sound and respond and feel like a valve amp. And so while he was in the shed working on Series 1, our high-gain all-valve product, in the evenings he would go home and would be working on the algorithms that eventually became ID Series. And when that came out, and people really couldn't tell whether it was a valve amp or not. That was just such an important moment for us. And again, that, the basis of that technology we've then brought down to entry-level products like ID Series, um, which is one of the best-selling entry-level amps in the world now. And it's because, it's in it, a little story for you. So when we worked at our former company, um, we, had a, we were working on an entry-level product and we had a distributor come over to us and we were showing them what we'd done. And they basically said, well, don't make it too good because this is an entry-level product. People won't want better products <laughs> and for us it just kind of did not make sense to us so the black star philosophy is whether we're doing the battery powered fly or a two thousand dollar high-end amp we will make it the absolute best it can be you know and it doesn't matter you know you can buy our fly three you know and you can see you go online you'll find artists legendary artists everybody using that and the reason is because we don't compromise even though it's a really affordable little battery amp Nothing else sounds like that. It's really unique, and that goes through all of our products. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> right. So yeah, Fly Tree. We love the Fly Tree. I mean, in fact, we love we love all the products that Blackstar have brought out so far, and they all really sound good. Um, tell us a little bit about your your hometown, Northampton. Right, the home of Blackstar. Yeah. So oh, first, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, it's neither of our hometowns, okay. <laughs> so it's, it's the it's the company hometown, uh, okay. which we're very proud of. Um, it's a it's a it's a great place to be. Um, I'm originally from Manchester. Paul's from a more rural setting. Yeah, from Colchester, which is Britain's oldest town. <laughs> yeah, and, and um, so Northampton um, is a really old town, super old. Um, and there's Viking settlements in uh, Northampton. So that's a very old history. We used to have a castle in the centre of town. It's not there at the moment anymore. Um, so there's a lot of history. And the reason I like it, to be honest, is um, when I moved to this part of the world, is that it's, it's kind of industrial, but it's got some nice parks and nice green areas as well. But it's got a real uh, kind of working edge to it yeah so uh i originally was in milton Keynes, which is down the road which is a great place as well uh it's not really my cup of tea let us say because it's kind of a new town and this northampton's got real history and the thing northampton is famous for 
historically is that um, it was where most of the shoes and boots for the whole of the country and possibly for maybe the empire back in the day were made in Northampton. So it's known as the kind of boot and shoe capital of, of England. And we still have, yeah, we still have uh, churchy shoes, for instance. We have some of the most revered, revered brands globally still make shoes by hand in Northampton. So it's great if you go to the small suburbs of the town, the terrace streets, there are very small factories look like garages, but they're actually commercial premises from 100 or 200 years ago. There's hundreds of them around the town, uh, which are great for studios, for sound studios and stuff. <laughs> they can be converted. But, uh, yeah, there's within the town, there's, a lot of people converted them into flats. So it's, an int- it's a great place. We've got, um, we've got a university, which is growing all the time, and they have some music-related courses, which people which people, we were able to take some students and stuff like that from time to time. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's not like a metropolis. It's a medium-sized town, 200,000 people. It's the biggest town in the UK that isn't a city. Um, and it's about 50 miles from London, 45 minutes to an hour on the train, and the same to Birmingham. So, and we're an hour from Oxford and an hour from Cambridge. So mm. you can get around. I mean, myself and Paul both live in villages. There's some beautiful countryside around here. We both live in amazing villages just outside. So, and it's North Amp Town. So that's really cool as well. <laughs> Sounds they like name- a beautiful place. <laughs> I think I think we should we should organize a trip in and visit you guys and see. Oh, you. Some really good pubs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really good pubs. Looking forward. Okay. All right. So now let's move on to the next segment. Lucky draw. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> They got your attention, right? Got everybody's attention. <laughs> well, okay, so we're going to run our first uh, lucky draw and we'll be giving out um, a collection of Black Star merchandise. So we have, what do we have, Elvin? I'm an assistant Elvin here showing we have Black Star t shirts. Um, what else do we have? Pins. All right, nice. Okay, and what do we have? Stickers. Black Star stickers. Okay, so we will be giving... Okay, so the Lucky Draw will be open up to Singapore and Malaysia residents here. All right, so we're just going to ask a very simple question, and the first one, fastest finger, that types the correct answer will win this collection of uh, freebies. Okay, so the question is... All right, stand by your fingers on the keyboard or your, your keypad. Which part of UK is Black Star based in? <laughs> fastest finger, fastest finger. If you've been paying attention to the live stream, you know. All right, so we have our first answer correct, Blair Ryan. All right, congratulations. Give me a round of applause for the winner. <laughs> all right, congratulations. And uh, send us a DM, all right, so that we can contact you to, to send you the prizes. Okay, so, well, if you did not win, don't worry. We're going to have more things to give out later. So continue, stay tuned. So let's, let's move on. So we did talk about 
you know, the history of uh, how this wonderful brand Blackstar come to fruition and, you know, it's been 13 years in the industry. So let's talk about today, you know, so presently. Um, so both of you, um, Yen and Paul, what, what's, what's a typical uh, day at work like for both of you at, at a company? Do you want to kick off? Go on. Uh, typical day. <laughs> you know, it's... We're still really closely involved to all aspects of the business, really. Um, we have grown. Um, we've got about 35 people work here now at the office. Some really amazing, talented people. Um, but it's in our nature to always be trying to do more and more. We've always, as a UK expression, to punch above your weight, to, over, like, to try and overachieve. So we're always very ambitious. We're always trying to push new ideas and new things, whether it's product design or marketing. We're always pushing. So... When we come in in the morning, we start at 8 a.m. in the morning and um, we work closely with our team, you know, with our management team, with our team members. But we're constantly, you know, walking around, getting involved with things. So for me, there's a lot of marketing, there's the product design, new ideas on products, the way products that are about to get launched are looking. And then actually having launched the products, how we're promoting them, how we're supporting them, what artists we're getting on board, etc. So every day is kind of different, and which is brilliant because it's always exciting. There's always something cool and new. If you're passionate about music like we are, it's a really cool place to be working. Yeah, I guess pretty much the same for me as well. So I guess I work more with the technical guys, so I do a lot more, um, do a lot more listening. And we're really lucky that, you know, it isn't just about us at all. We, we've got this kind of a team of product guys internally. And then obviously we, we also work with our distributors who are so important, you know, and our customers around the world. Uh, we're constantly talking to our customers. Uh, I met, we, we met um, not so long ago to discuss the market. Um, while, so, you know, we, that's something that's super important for us every day. We're talking to the customers. Um, and, you know, we have, we're very lucky. We have kind of one big office as well. So as Paul said, we can walk around and you, it's very easy. We're very connected. The marketing team, the R&D team, the sales guys, we all work very much as kind of one one big team. Um, we, we also work super hard. You know, I'd say, you know, everybody in the business really gives it everything like it's, like it's their own. And I think that's helped by, um, by the fact that, 80% of our people play guitar in one form or another, um, you know, so everybody gets it and everybody, everybody really loves the brand. And hopefully the fact that as a, as owners, myself and Paul are pretty open about what we're trying to achieve. And we try and make sure everybody's um, fully feels kind of ownership on, on our plan and our vision. So uh, it's like I say, it's not really just about me and Paul. It's about a, a team of people here and then all you guys around the world who make it happen and the players, you know, if we didn't have people playing the amps, then we'd be nothing. So it's about people getting excited and enjoying playing our amps. Sounds like a very fun place to work in. Maybe I should come in. Yeah. <laughs> how's the, how's the, how's the working culture? Like, I mean, do, 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 so you say that everybody plays, almost everybody plays guitar and, uh, but how, how do you all come up with like new product ideas? Um, you know, the next the next award winning product. What 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 what's what goes on in the whole process? It's a it's kind of a combination. I, I think, as Paul said, myself, we're both 
involved in this in a, in a, on a daily basis. It's kind of what we do. It's in our DNA. Um, and we, what really sets us apart, I think, in some ways, is the fact that we're constantly looking to do things better. You know, guitar amps, I think over the last 10 years, maybe haven't been the most exciting place to be from a business point of view sometimes. It's been, it's been a struggle. But it hasn't stopped us constantly mm-hmm. investing and working on new products. So we, we spend, you know, probably half our time every day working on new product ideas. And some of that is from our own ideas and, you know, because we're technical, we're, we play, we have our own concepts, which which are, our job is kind of to filter all the inputs, you know? So our ideas are generally to satisfy the needs of, of other people. But then obviously Paul works, in particular works, with the customers and we ask the customers constantly what's happening in the market, what they want. Yeah. Yeah. It's an absolutely key part of our, again, a part of our philosophy is um, giving people tools to be more creative, more expressive. You know, it's all about making music and performance. So listening to what people say online, meeting people when you can actually go out and about again, (laughs) but yeah, talking to people, whether it's distributors, uh, retailers or artists, end users, you know, and our guys internally, just yesterday, one of our, um, our guys has not been with us very long, but was talking about a product we're going to be launching and had some ideas about, wouldn't it be cool if it could have this feature? You know, so we don't, there's no um, walls between different departments. You know, everybody can have an input into what a good idea is, whether it's an engineer or just somebody, you know, who's either started or someone you meet in a pub could have a really cool idea, you know. So, a good so- idea. Yeah. Uh, actually, a lot of our best ideas have been in the pub. Yeah. So years, right? Maybe yes. Maybe. <laughs> so, so can I can I can I assume that uh, all these new products they're going to be out in the market before they go into the market? You know, both your years are would be the one determining whether it gets signed off to go into the market. That means your years are the determining determining factor for, you know, the sound in your head for, for the company, for all the new products you're going to roll out? I think the point is that, um, as I said, we're kind of a filter for other people's opinions, if you mm. know what I mean. So I have, um, or we, we have a team of listening people. I, I say I, mm. it's kind of my area, this, this bit, is that I've got, I've got one guy in particular uh, who's my other set of ears, and they're younger than mine, which is great. Uh, and he's been with us like maybe eight, nine years. A guy called Alex G. I'll mention him by name. Uh, and he does a lot of the – he works with the engineers. So the engineers develop the circuits and develop the sound with, with Alex alongside. And then I will get involved from time to time. We also get our customers from time to time to come to us and to listen to the product. We also get external artists. We also have this thing called uh, Sonic Committee. And the Sonic Committee, it sounds very official, but the Sonic Committee is where we have maybe five or six guitarists in the company who, who listen to the products and then have to give their, their feedback. So it's kind of quite structured in that way. Uh, but really the important thing is we're not thinking, you know when we say the sound in your head, the idea is it's not the sound in Ian's head, what I'm trying, to, my job is to interpret how to get the most 
enjoyment and flexibility for as many different guitarists as possible. So sometimes I particularly like don't like very very fizzy guitar sounds. I like natural guitar sounds. But sometimes I will make the amps a little bit more aggressive because I know people want to be able to have that and then maybe adjust it. So for us, it's all about having the kind of every product is almost custom customizable to everybody's requirement. So yes, we are the ears of the company, but it's not about our ears. It's about all our customers. That's the most important thing again. And that's, that's the truth. That's what we do. And the other really important thing is when we're developing a product is we often say the most important piece of equipment is an AB box. So if we're developing a product for the market, you know, we are always checking against what the market leaders are to make sure that as does sound good, it sounds better, it has extra features, more. Yeah, we always try and give people a really great amount of flexibility, but don't allow them to make a horrible sound. You know, you get some products from other companies and they may be, they're very versatile, but unless you really know what you're doing, it's easy to get, a, you know, there's a hundred horrible sounds and one nice one. Yeah. Whereas with Blackstar, the point is to give you extreme flexibility, but you can't mess your sound up. <laughs> I think, I think that, that's so well said that, you know, my sales team and I here, um, we play around with all the gears and uh, it's quite difficult to get an, a bad sound from a Blackstar product. It, it just sounds good out of the box and it's it's easy to get the sound uh yeah. that it's that it's uh you know appealing to you know i don't i don't i don't see uh how how bad can a <laughs> black star product sound because it just sounds great Impossible. Right? <laughs> you know <laughs> guys <laughs> well part of the reason for that is um back back in before the days of black star you know you could say in the in the 80s 1980s, when I was kind of just starting being in a band in my 18, 20 years old, something like that, mm -hmm. I'd go to guitar stores and it was very, very difficult to get an amp that sounded anything like the records I listened to. <laughs> it was honestly, like old Marshalls, uh, so, you know, Plexis, stuff like that, JCM 800s, even JCM 800s, they had a sweet spot and then most of the other sounds weren't so sweet and you really needed to know what to do and in mm -hmm. the studio they would mic the front they would mic the back the top inside outside the door to try and get a sound that's usable and really so that i spent you know all my kind of my teenage years and my university days in a band trying to get a sound which was something like i heard on records and that kind of was the myself and bruce the same the philosophy was to try and get that, I won't say produced, because that's maybe has a bad connotation, but that kind of very usable sound, you know, that was where that philosophy comes from. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I, I guess so far has been working out, you know, it's it's very well received, All right, they sound great. Um, let's talk about um, Blackstar's um, artist relation. Um, if you go to the you know the audience, if you go to the Black Star website under the artists, you will see of a humongous roster of of artists, and you know it, it's it's very easy to find familiar familiar names like Richie Sambora, Bootsy Collins, 
Jared James Nichols, Mark King from Level 42, Gus G, Steve Jones, X Pistols, Billy Gibbons, ZZ Top, uh, including our own very own local artists from Malaysia, Edri Hashim, Sawhill, Sanjabi, Eric Poon, and also Singapore, Worm Rod. Um, not many international brands, you know, you, you get to find our very own local artists on 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 the international uh, manufacturers page. I think that that means a lot for our local artists here. But what what how is the artist relations uh, like for Black Star? Well, it's always been a really important part of our um, our plan and the way we wanted to to work with Black Star. So we're really lucky that um, another ex Marshall guy, friend of ours, Joel Richardson, who um, joined Black Star when we launched. Um, He'd done artist relations for them, and he pioneered artist relations for us. So he was able to go to the very best artists in the world and say, I've got this product. I'd love you to check it out. And the really great thing is, because of all the things we've been talking about in terms of the sound, is we can be really confident. We can go to anybody from Billy Gibbons down to someone who's just starting out so please try this Black Star, and we're confident, we know it's going to sound really great for them. And, you know, we don't pay any of these artists to play Black Star. Every single one of those guys plays Black Star because they choose it. You know, and they could use any other product in the world, um, but they decide that for their sound, to get their sound, it's a Black Star. And we've also worked, in some ways, we've been kind of people immediately associate us with rock and metal and heavier genres. And that's cool, you know, most electric guitar, or a lot of electric guitar players play rock and metal. Yeah. But it's always our intention to have a brand and appeal to artists from all sorts. Um, so as you say, we've got Steve Jones from the Sex Pistols, we've got classic punk guys, we've got rock guys, country guys, um, every genre of music, alternative guys, indie guys, some country guys. You know, some of the biggest country guys in, in the USA are using Blackstar. So we have a really diverse um, artist roster. And then nothing excites us more than getting artists in local territories playing Blackstar as well. You know, that's as important to us as Anil Sean. You know, every single person, every person playing Blackstar actually is important because you can probably tell we still get excited about what we do and getting our products out there. And um, we love people getting excited and creating new music, new sounds. So we've been working with a We've got an announcement coming, sneak peek. We've got an announcement coming very soon in the next couple of months about um, an artist, Carmen Vandenberg, um, incredibly talented um, guitarist. Um, she co-wrote um, Jeff Beck's last album. Her band, Bones UK, were um, Grammy-nominated and they've been on tour with Korn. Just a phenomenal, phenomenal player. Um, we're really excited to be working with her. Jared, who you know well, he's going to be doing a takeover for you guys shortly. Um, so, Anybody that brings excitement and passion and something new to music, we're so excited to work with those guys. And they drive us to create even better products because what they do excites us, you know, as bands of music as well as players. So so Blackstar, I mean, just to clarify, there's, there's been some misconception that we realize in, in the market that people would think that Blackstar is like, Maybe because of the name, because of you know the image, it's like very, very heavy, very metal, very rock kind of. But in in reality, no, actually, it, it, you can use it for jazz. You can use it for just because how how what you guys put into uh, the product itself. It's so versatile, right? Absolutely. Like I say, um, so like Joe Don Rooney from Rascal Flats, which I think is like one of the biggest country bands in the USA, possibly the world. 
he's using a, he's a black, using a black star amp, you know. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we're not, we're not ashamed of our rock, <laughs> our rock history. You know, I think it's interesting. One of the the first really big artists that came on board with us was um, Gus G, um, and that was just when we had the the Ozzy Osbourne gig. Um, and so suddenly, for about eighteen months, everywhere you looked, there was behind Ozzy, there was a wall of black stars with Gus playing them, and I think that kind of really coloured people's perception maybe of black star. Yeah. Oh, they're that's a great metal sound. They must be a metal brand. But you say we've got really awesome punk guys, indie guys, country guys, you know, and we spend as much time on our clean sounds as we do on our overdrive oh, sounds. That's really, <laughs> really important. I think uh, myself and um, our sound guys, we've just spent about three months working on some clean channels on some new valve amps we're developing. And, uh, we're constantly taking it to the next level. The the research into we've got a lot of boutique and more vintage style amps from but our aim is not just to copy those. Our aim is to understand what makes them special and then put our own black star developments on top of that. So and I think the thing that's really interesting for us is that even now, brands tend to be known for clean channels and for overdrive channels. They're either rock guy, you know, overdrive guys or clean guys. Our products aren't like that. We do have absolutely world-class cleans and overdrives. And when we say world-class cleans, we're talking about, we think, possibly the best cleans in the world. We have an AB box, so we check everybody else's. Uh, and we put, as Paul said, we put just as much time into those as we do into the overdrive sound. So it's it's all good with no compromise. And the other thing so, is that the tastes yeah. change. You know, people having a pedal, a more simple amp, a great clean channel and building a, a whole pedal platform to go in the front end is, is a, a choice that a lot of players are making these days. So again, having those great clean sounds that are a really excellent pedal platforms are really important to us. You know, so again, we're constantly adjusting to the way people mm. play today, you know, whether it's um, in the really recent time with the lockdowns that we've all been experiencing or whether, like I say, it's going from multiple channel amps to simpler amps, pedal amps, you know, we're always trying to adapt to make sure that we're giving musicians the tools that they need to get the best possible sound. I think I think that's a very nice uh, way to put it. Tools, tools for musicians to to get the tone that they need. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Let's talk about this year's product offerings. You know, I mean, things have changed, and you know, we we, we saw you guys at NAM show beginning of the year. Uh, saw a lot of nice, wonderful products, um, acoustic products. You know. Maybe something you want to to tell the audience about this year's uh, product offerings that uh, you know will be highlights for Blackstar. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously, we started with electric guitar amps, um, and we now have a full catalog. So everything from portable battery amps, entry level amps, up to professional amps. Um, but, but we're experts in sound, and that transfers into other instruments, other areas. So. Um, something we've been asked for a lot by our customers was like, when are you going to do a bass amp? When are you going to do an acoustic amp? Um, and at first it was not yet because we had so much we wanted to do in the electric guitar world. But this year um, we've really expanded into those areas. So for acoustic players, we now have um, at the entry level, we have the acoustic fly, which is a really awesome little uh, battery powered acoustic amp that when you're playing at home or you're playing with friends, reinforces the sound and really fills the room um you know some people say 
why do you need a little battery amp for an acoustic guitar? It makes a sound. You use the fly, it just really fills out the room. And what's really weird is when you turn it off, it's like your guitar disappears. It's really <laughs> so it's a really, really cool little thing that every player can have around the house. Um, it sounds very natural, I must say. That it doesn't sound it just sounds naturally loud, it doesn't sound amplified. I think that's that's, yeah. that's a, how I would put it. And you know, so so far all customers come in, try it, they like, oh, okay, they were all like pleasant surprise. Yeah, I, I would need one and it's nicely priced. Yeah. And then at the other end of that, we have the Sonnet range, which is much more professional performance um, acoustic amplifier. And we're really lucky. We work with John Gom, who's a British acoustic player. Just check him out on YouTube. Um, right. Check out Passion Flower by John Gom. That's right. Amazing player. Um, and he came in and, you know, we talk about not just one, not just Ian's ears, other people's ears. And so we have, you know, people... Are, John Gong coming in, listening, giving their input during that development as well. So in terms of acoustic players, we've got something that you can go and perform at a real professional level all the way down to something that you can have around the house. And if you have some friends around and you want to sing and play, something for that. Um, and the other great thing about our products is all the live streaming stuff with the yeah. USB. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Because, again, obviously people, the way they use products these days is changing. You're probably jumping ahead, really. But um, yeah. it's important for us to always be thinking about how people use the product. You know, how do, you know, not just reproduce what amps have been for the last 30 years, you know, bringing new ways of connecting, streaming, performance. Um, you know, the way we're talking to you guys today, you know, all of this was unthinkable 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah. And the way people play and perform music has changed as well. Um, Sonnet's perfect for that, isn't mm. it? Because it's a vocal amp yeah. as well as a, as an acoustic guitar amp. You can also Bluetooth uh, backing track to yeah. it, and then you can live stream the whole lot uh, by USB. And there's some kind of an app that works with that as well, allows you to set your levels and some other live streaming parameters. So, yeah, we're, it's kind of, on the surface, a really cute, uh, well-presented acoustic amp but there's mm. a lot of technology and it, again a combination between it's an analog product but it's got a digital element which gives it that so much more usable which kind of sets us apart from a lot of our competitors i think absolutely yeah and it's something we haven't really talked about but in terms of innovation the way we work is there are some obvious innovations like our patented features like the infinite shape feature and controls like that, but there's a whole raft of extra innovation that's invisible that just happens underneath, <laughs> behind the front panel, which means, you know, the things about not being able to get a bad sound, being able to stream easily, being able to record by USB, all those things are all extra innovations that are kind of hidden underneath the hood of a Blackstar product, you know. Um, and that's, that's why we look so tired, is because we're relentlessly working. <laughs> we're working, so we're always driving to yeah. come up with new ideas, new ways to facilitate people to play. We could do a whole session on kind of that part of what we do, that innovation, because in each amp, there's a load to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah. same with this, so the Unity Bass product that we brought out, mm. really incredible professional quality, dynamic, yeah. loads of headroom. Um, lightweight as well, uh, getting some great artists starting to adopt those products as well, um, which we've been doing some great streams with recently um, online. Check it out. Um, but yeah, again, for us, it's about sound. You know, we're not 
well, we only know about guitar. For us, it's, you know, great sound is great sound, and that applies whether it's streaming your audio through a beam, you know, listening to songs, or whether it's playing guitar, playing acoustic, playing bass. Absolutely. I think it's just amazing that the uh, amount of technology you guys put into the products, right, that we don't see, but on the surface, it's just a very simple, straightforward product to use because I think guitarists, we don't want to go into the hassle of like, you know, digital programming and stuff, you know, that usually scares away a lot of uh, users and the way you guys design the user interface, the UI and the possibilities that you're put, that, that, that achieve, I mean, put a USB in, in, the, in the guitar amp, you know, that's, that's not a very common thing, but uh, my guys are, are loving it because uh, we do a lot of live streams now and, uh, you know, we're trying to advocate that and it, it's a lot of, uh, and we're actually starting to uh, advocate that for even non-musical uh, instruments kind of uh, application, you know, just education, uh, uh, fitness, you know, so we, we do have a lot of uh, uh, other applications other than musical instruments now using the Sonnet uh, acoustic amp. So that's tons up. We love, we love the product. Um, what have that been? Uh, obviously, I mean, this is, I'm, I'm sure you guys have been asked the same question, you know, with the COVID-19 around here. How, how has that affected the operation for you guys? Yeah, we um, obviously, it was it's a kind of a once in a lifetime situation i think uh what's happened recently uh and uh first and foremost we've been in some ways lucky as a company that nobody's been nobody's been ill any of our employees but on the other hand in the uk i think everybody knows somebody who has who has been ill uh, we all know we all know somebody who's lost lost a loved one i think now it's been that prevalent so it's been you know, it's very serious. And when, when it became apparent that lockdown was going to happen globally, at, you know, different stages, myself and Paul, we tried to work out what the impact might be. And um, the worst case scenario didn't look so good uh, from an economic point of view, yeah? Um, and then I think there was some good news. And the good news for us has been that because of the investment we made as a company or you know, for the last 13 years, literally every penny that the company has made, we've plowed back into research and development. Um, our products are really well equipped for the current situation because we have the combination of the sound technology with the connectivity via USB uh, on Virtually all our main products, I mean, you've got something like even the Fly, it doesn't have USB, but it has a line out, which you can use. It's a great line out. Um, so when people were restricted to their homes, people have been saying, you know, what am I going to do with my time? And it's great. In the UK, there's been reporting that more people have taken up guitar in the last six months than have done for the last 20 years, maybe. So, so what we've found is that the market is actually for our kind of products because we have a really good home use catalog. Um, the demand has been pretty good, really good, actually. And our product absolutely kind of fits people's requirements. So we we worked all the way through as a company. We R&D didn't stop for one day. We carried on. Uh, myself and Alex, the sound guy, we came to the office through the deserted streets because we had to do the sound test somewhere and we did them here. 
So we came, we worked together, socially distanced here, and the R&D team, Paul's marketing team, worked from home offices. And um, the dividend now, really, the, the payoff for us is that we're kind of in pretty good shape, I have to say. So obviously, our sincere thoughts go out for all our customers who have been affected by this because it has affected everybody. Mm. Um, as a business, I think we're we're in pretty good shape. And thanks also to our to our distributors and dealers around the world who have carried on providing the tools that people need. But I suppose music has been such an important outlet in these in these difficult times. And a thanks to you guys and the, and the work we've done. Hopefully, we're giving people the tools to do that. Yeah, and obviously, we even now most of our people are back in on a road to that. We have one-way systems. We have socially distanced desks. So we have masks. We have masks. This is the closest we're allowed to sit um, since the court case. Since the <laughs> but you know it's important to make sure all our people are safe. But like we've been saying, you know, it's very um, collaborative the way we work. You know, the way people when it's a creative process like this, it's important yeah, having oh, yeah. people being able in a yeah. safe way, but still being able to communicate and work together. So it's been good. And you know what? If one dare say there's anything positive to come out of this tragedy, is that people are discovering playing music is a great thing to do and it's a positive thing for them. You know, mm -hmm. to stop themselves going crazy when they're locked up at home or just to express themselves and, you know, stream music themselves and share it with people online. So if nothing yeah. else, that's one one positive thing that's happened there. Mm. I mean, look at... Look at um... Look at the demonstrator yesterday. His living room is is basically like a black star showroom, you know, and he's turning up <laughs> lots of fantastic music. Great stuff. Great stuff. Right. <laughs> okay, let's 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 talk about a little bit of, of you know the future. What's what's to come here now? You know, it's really coming to almost the end of 2020. So, what do you all think? You know, um, the two brains behind the company. What do you think is the future of the guitar and M market? And of course, you know, COVID-19 is going to be with us for a while, at least. So what, what do you see the future? I think there's no doubt people love playing guitar. Playing an instrument is good for you. It's good for your mental health. It's good for you as a, as a human. Good for your hair growth. Yeah, gives you a full head of hair. We, we don't <laughs> practice as much as we used to. <laughs> but it's really, you know, so I think... People will always want to play more than ever, um, and the ways that they play have changed. So people are online more, people are streaming more, people are trying to find low-latency ways of playing together when they're remote. Um, but I did a survey, uh, like an end-user survey, a couple of months ago, and the biggest single thing everyone was saying is, I just can't wait to get back out and play with people again, you know, even not in a commercial band just to meet up with friends and play together so we are in an extraordinary yeah. time and luckily you know black star products are really great at facilitating people to play at home and to stream and all the rest of it but there's absolutely it will come back you know live music's been a part of human culture since the dawn of time and that won't go away yeah we can't wait for that day to come back and you know we all everyone is dying really to to get out there on stage and we miss the audience, you know, playing, yeah. playing online, something is just missing. You know, we, we want, we want the, the, the four by 12, you know, shaking up <laughs> your, your jeans, you know, <laughs> when you're standing up. <laughs> yeah, we, we miss that, you know, so hopefully that they will, will come back. Yeah. Uh, it won't wait too long. 
um, your product offering, so your R&D with all these new products that uh, you are con constantly working on. So, you know, you guys are very good in Fuval, you're very good in digital, you know, there's this hybrid now, you know. So, so how do you actually define a market that, because the digital can sound as good as, the, as, as your Valve product, so how do you actually find, position your markets for the right customer, you know. When we do have customers something coming in, so should I buy a digital amp or should I buy a Valve amp? Um, which, you know, both are just as, as, as capable, right? Yeah. I think um, one thing that is for sure, I think that um, even in these days where the market is is somewhat more blurred, the, the boundaries between the different market segments, I think people still, there are fans of Valve products and there are fans who want more technology. Mm. Um and I think it's true to say that digital products can sound as as good as Valve amps. Uh, on the other hand, there are still things that Valve amps do, uh, which are pretty difficult to recreate from um, a digital point of view. I'd have to say, and it, a lot of it's around the, and those things that are sometimes best heard in simple products. So sometimes I think simple Valve amps are going to be the basis of pro guitar t tone, probably for the foreseeable future, I still think. I know people, a lot of people went towards kind of uh, high-tech modeling, sort of Kemper, Helix stuff. I also know a lot of those people are also coming back to valve amps, and there's a constant turnaround. We saw the same thing in uh, rack uh, versus, versus heads and um, cabinets, you know. So I think there'll always be a place for both. And I think this is really important, YL. There's, there's some things um, in Valve technology, which, um, as I say, difficult to recreate in, digi in digital technology, especially the power. It's very difficult. The headroom is very difficult to recreate. Our TVP does a great job of that. Uh, but on the, on, And on the very, very details there's always some compromises to be made there i think the key thing for us is that we will continue always to research and to develop new sounds mm -hmm. and to develop uh, better tools and i think that sets us aside from some of our competitors right now some of our competitors are more maybe have their eye on other stuff um in the market or in different markets uh, we never stopped, you know, we've never stopped researching guitar amps, guitar amp tone, and we're absolutely convinced. We we have next year the most innovative valve amp probably ever made will be coming from Blackstar next year, and it's taken us two and a half or three years of research to do this. So that shows kind of our commitment to valve. Don't tell anybody. I'm glad we're not being filmed for this. Um, and and also, I, I tell you, I tell you now, we're just uh, investigating two brand new digital platforms, uh, which are extremely powerful. We're buying silicon from the manufacturers that hasn't been released to the general market yet. Our DSP is so advanced. So for us, we push forward in all technologies because we want to get people the best possible products at the best possible price. So that's that's what we intend to continue to do. Wow, 
Yeah. And what's the name of the product? Oh, I'm not telling you. It's a The product got you there. Okay. <laughs> we'll drop you a line after this. <laughs> can't can't yeah. stop me from trying. Uh, I think, uh, let me just add on to what uh, both of you all mentioned about uh, simple simple valve amps. You know, the, the Blackstar valve amps, although they are simple and they sound great, but yeah. what goes behind is really not simple. I mean, where... In yeah. the market, you find a full valve amp that has got an XLR output that sounds so yeah. good that you don't need a mic up amp. And where do you find a full valve amp that has got a USB for you to do your digital audio out? You know, it's, it's you're basically marrying analog and digital technology into a platform, which I think you guys are a bit way ahead of uh, the competition. Um, not many companies can do it. Even if they try to do it, they don't do it as well as you guys. So, thumbs up to you guys, and you know we're looking forward to this this new platform that you guys are talking about for next year. So, Thank anything you. else you can tell us about for next year? What else can we expect from Blackstar? I think the the biggest <laughs> thing, the biggest thing is it's um this idea of being connected. I think. The, the fact that guitarists now, not just because of COVID, just this is the world, is that guitarists need, musicians need to be connected. And I think you'll see more really exciting stuff from us in all different product areas. And that will be maybe the common thread is that we're going to work more and more on that. So we're going to do more of what you said, the integration of the different technologies together for the best possible solution. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And we've got quite a lot of exciting stuff coming through um, around the turn of the year, you know, where the NAM show would have been. Mm. So there's a load of, watch out for a load of really exciting new products. And again, all different price points and technologies, but all with that common thread, as Ian says, of connectivity and some really exciting new developments and innovations in that kind of connectivity. That sounds so exciting, and we're all looking forward to next year. And, uh, well, I think I think that's all, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I can get out of the two gentlemen in terms of new products for next year. <laughs> so, you know, I tried my best, but uh, I think they, they did give us some hints. So um, just be patient. You know, good things must wait. They are coming. And, uh, well, we pretty much come to almost the end of this wonderful live stream. Let's chat with these two gentlemen from Blackstar. And, uh, well, I think it's come to the time for another lucky draw. Can we have some music for the lucky draw? Oh, yeah. Okay. So this next product that we're going to give out is a very wonderful product. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put put our two founders here to, to sell this product for us here, to introduce this product so that, you know, the winners, the, the audience would know what we are looking at. <laughs> Some work for you guys. So this is a tone link. This is a little Bluetooth dongle. Um, any, any guitar amp or any product, whether it's your car, your hi-fi, that has a line input, you can use that to turn it into a Bluetooth receiver. So it turns even an old car with a line input will become a Bluetooth Bluetooth audio in your car or an amplifier that doesn't have Bluetooth. You can just mm. plug that in and there you go. You've got instant Bluetooth. Wonderful product. And, um, yep, I think we've been using it very often here. We love it and it's, it's, it's great, you know. 
Thank you, Elvin, for, for a model here. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to ask a very simple question. Again, fastest fingers will get to walk away with this uh, Black Star Tonling. And again, let me stress, we are opening this to uh, either viewers from Singapore, all right, uh, you follow us, City Music, or in Malaysia, following us on CK Music. So the question, very simple question, if you've been following the live stream, okay, fastest fingers, what is the tagline for Blackstar? Fastest finger. It's quite long. It's going to take you a while to type it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's worth the effort, right? Fastest <laughs> fingers. What is the tagline for Black Star? We did mention about this quite a few times during the stream. <laughs> All right. All right. And. We do have a winner, Isaac Shamsuddin. Congratulations. Round of applause for our winner. All right. Congratulations, Isaac. Please send us a DM and we will be contacting you how to collect your prize. So, well, we've given out two prizes already. And, um, well, we've been having a, a lot of nice, uh, well, or when we're chatting away, we have so many comments that came in, we didn't really have time to, to address every one of them. Apologies, but, uh, you know, continue to send us a DM. We'll respond uh, as much as we can. And do we have any closing words from Yen and Paul for us, for our audience today? Quick, quick one would be to just on this, the obvious thing, which is thank you to everybody for using our product. Um, you have our absolute guarantee that we work every day very hard to get the best possible tools for 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 your for, you know for your creative output as musicians and the best possible sound. Um, and we we do it for all the right reasons. Um, we do it we do it for the benefit of, of musicians. I think that's why we why we're here and that's what we do. Yeah, absolutely. You know. We do it because we're passionate about what we do, and every single person that buys a Black Star plays a Black Star. You know, is a personal thank you from us because that—that's what it's all about. If we make a product and nobody plays it, there's no point to it. You know, and you're all part of the team. Absolutely, we are part of the family, and we are just as passionate as you guys. So, thank you very much. Thank you. All right, so we've come to the end of our nice discussion with the two founders of Blackstar, Ian Robinson and Paul Hayo. And thank you very much for joining us, gentlemen. And also thank you for our audience for staying with us throughout the show. Um, it was a very nice, pleasant session we had again. And join us for another episode of Blackstar Week live stream this Saturday. Yeah, you know, it's up, it's up on the, the screen here. So you can see we have got really serious Blackstar users coming on board to have a chat with us. We have all the way from the USA, Jared James Nichols. He is going to be talking to us from Nashville. All right, so they will be happening on 24th October, 10.30 a.m. All right, same channel. All right, so and we're also going to have our own local Black Star artists in Malaysia. We have Adrian Hashim, we have Sohil Sanjabi, Eric Poon. All right, and all four of them will be chatting with us. We're going to talk music we're going to talk uh, anything under the sun uh, we're going to talk black star obviously and also as part of our black star week
promotion, all products will be going at 10% discount. Visit our website, cinemusic.com.sg for Singapore, ckmusic.com.my for Malaysia. And this live stream today has been brought to you by Cine Music, CK Music, Black Star Amplification, and our kind supporting partners, Sony, Daiti Microphones, Aperture, Blackmagic Design, Mackie, Zoom. Thank you, everybody. Thank you to the Black Star team for making this possible, too. Thank you, Ian and Paul. And have a good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Stay safe and prepare. Signing off. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right, are we ended?